All right, everybody. Before we start today's broadcast, I need to give a quick announcement. On the last episode, I neglected to thank our sponsors. We have the Lake Thatcher Corporation to thank for their technological support. And we have Shell Oil, our parent company. Shell Oil, there's no better gas for your Hummer. Now, today, I want to make a, a confession. I want to make a, mm, an editorial to start things off. Gentlemen, I have officially begun the journey to becoming a Sigma male. Sigma male, of course, being the tier of divine masculinity above alpha male. Now, the road to being a Sigma male is arduous. It requires sacrifice. I haven't masturbated in at least 20 minutes. I bought a box <laughs> spring for my mattress for the first time in four years. I'm no longer sleeping like a crackhead. <laughs> and all this is worth it because one day I'll be vacationing in the Bahamas with my lovely wife, Courtney Kardashian. And I'll turn to her and I'll look over as the sun kisses her and I'll say, Courtney, babe, and I'll call her babe all the time. I'll say, Courtney, babe, do you want to go for a walk on the beach or do you want to do some yoga in the cabana? And she'll smile and look at me and she'll say, I'm not Courtney Kardashian. I'm a figment of your imagination and you're locked in solitary confinement in a Nevada prison. And I'll say, <laughs> babe, this is just Sigma shit. You wouldn't understand. So joining me today are my fellow Sigma males, Russell Emerson Hugger, Jeffrey Peter Thatcher, uh, Cameron Andrew Atkinson. Sigmas, uh, say hello to the fans. Wait, hi. Hey. How's it going? Was that Courtney Cox or Courtney Kardashian? Uh, Courtney Kardashian, Courtney uh, Cox will not be part of my life as a Sigma male. Uh, although we, you know, I could see myself doing some sort of screenplay in, involving her in, in a bit part, but when it comes to being a Sigma, you have to walk your own path and go to the beat of your own drum. Now, for those of you who don't spend as much time on the men's rights corner of YouTube, let me explain to you in detail what a Sigma is. Actually, Russell, what's your interpretation on a, a Sigma male? You, you've studied some of the videos I sent you. There's a pyramid. Atop that pyramid is the alpha male. But that pyramid shines a light into the sky with its middle finger licking the drippings of a Sigma male. One does not care. It's quite beautiful. But Sam, I think you know more. I've just got the eyes of the universe in my head. Right. Well, I, I am a Sigma in training. I should make that as clear as possible. I, but hey, listen, a bike with training wheels is better than no bike at all. And this Sigma shit, it's for life. I've already gotten a Bible verse tattoo on my back. I'm going to get some barbed wire done on my arms. I'm looking at pit bulls to adopt and get a lifted Chevy Silverado. Hell, as a Sigma, you could probably adopt Pitbull the Rapper. Yeah, I could probably get Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 305 and Mr. Worldwide. Dolly! <laughs> so, do you choose the Sigma life, or does the Sigma life choose you? Well, it starts by... My personal experience, I can't speak for all the Sigmas in the world, but... I was watching 14 hours straight of Jordan Peterson YouTube videos when my mom was screaming at me and I was telling her that if she didn't stop screaming, I was going to call the fire department and, you know, and this is back when I was living in Denver and I was just watching Mr. Peterson explain to me the, the archetypal blueprint of the movie Lady and the Tramp. And how when two dogs kiss while eating spaghetti, it informs the inner warrior. And that just sent me down a, a rabbit hole. And four days later, I'm, I'm watching this incredible, this marvelous eight-minute-long video that uh, Russell and I both watched today. That just, it put it all in perspective. I am, I'm a sigma now. 
made me realize the potential that I have. Excellent. I mean, you, you see the, thumb, the thumbnail is Keanu Reeves as John Wick with a purple background giving a death stare. And it's just like, this is Sigma shit. It's time to unlock the higher level. It's time to boof some fucking wheatgrass. It's time to start snorting Herbalife powders. And it's time, gentlemen. Divine masculinity is being unlocked here in the 805. Cameron, you're a man. You've been a man for 24 years. What are your thoughts on the Sigma movement? Are you ready to become a Sigma male? Definitely something to consider. I've been just looking into it. Just got sent that uh, video the other day. Got like probably a minute or two into it before I turned it off, <laughs> honestly. But it's definitely going to be something we're going to continue to talk about and work with. You know, uh, <clears throat> to say we're promoting this would be totally alpha. We're definitely Sigma. But, <laughs> true. Yeah, true but, sigmas only. But if you want to see the video, it's called How to Become a Sigma Male, Rarest Male Type. Just search that on YouTube and you'll find what we're talking about. But as, as Mr. Huggard stated, we are not promoting that because that's some alpha shit. And despite what you've heard, being an alpha is not what it's all about, folks. Fellas, I'm talking to the fellas right now. Being an alpha is very 2017. I also want to ask a question to you guys. Is it gay to buy a box spring for your mattress? Because I'm having second thoughts about this whole thing. I have a box spring and I am gay, so. I personally don't have a box spring, but I have a frame that is designed to not be used with a box spring. Okay, Cameron, box spring, no box spring. Yours is homophobic. <laughs> I don't know. I'm for box springs if it gets you. Yeah, whatever whatever helps you out the most at night, I guess. I truly have no... How do you sleep at night? I sleep on my bed at night. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. that's it. Ooh. Literal. With a, with the literal weight, take. With a weighted blanket. Ooh, skip. Yeah. If you don't have a weighted blanket, you're missing out. Is it heated also? Does it have no, a heater no, in there? No electricity going through that at night. Now, what's the allure of a weighted blanket? That, I'm someone who suffers from severe claustrophobia. Uh, Did I have one? It's, uh, what's, what's the... Uh, why do you want it weighted? I don't particularly enjoy it. You don't like it too much? No. It feels no. like it, it would be so, like, like... It's hit oppressive. Like it is hit and miss for me. I don't use it every night. At all, that's for sure. Kind of when I'm. All I want for Christmas is a weighted blanket. Yeah. <laughs> no, they... they're nice though. It like it, it. Do they hold more heat? I think it almost like prevents that. Like if you just have like a, like a thinner blanket <laughs> and like a weighted blanket and then like something in like, on top of that, like it's fine. Not too warm. I've at never all. actually slept with one. I it's, mean, it I've doesn't thought get about warm. it going to the It, it will definitely base. keep your body heated, <laughs> but it, I don't think it's, like, made with anything to, like, keep you too warm. So just the weight itself will, you can, like, mummify yourself, essentially, kinda, with it. Yeah. I don't know much about weighted blankets, but I do have a Dolph Lundgren body pillow that I, <laughs> I share a ongoing on-and-off-again relationship with. But as a Sigma, I... I do have to break all earthly connections. And fellas, that means I might have to turn my back on you guys and just move to Oxnard and just really embrace the raw, visceral nature of the Sigma life, which is walking my own path and watching anime. And I don't know, you know what I mean? Getting in fights at the Little Caesars parking lot. Yes, senpai. Sigma shit only. Well, we're recording today's episode from the backseat of a 2004 Honda CRV as we drive down the 101 freeway on our way to fight your dad. <laughs> um, your dad pissed us off, and Jeep especially is mad at your dad. Jeep? How could you do this? How could you let this happen? It's a tragedy. 
it was it was premeditated for sure. <laughs> Do you see it? He deserves everything he's going to get. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Folks. We have, uh, we have a, a... Someone's knocking at our door. Yeah, folks. Fellas, I should say. This is a fellas episode. Ladies, you can listen. But this is... We're going for sort of a middle school sleepover vibe here. We've been playing Guitar Hero all night. Russell just had a seizure from playing Celebrity Skin on Expert Tier, <laughs> which did happen in real life. Um, I was there. 2009, maybe? No, no. Elementary school, 2007, wait, wait. maybe. For real? Yeah. Russell had a... <laughs> Russell, go, tell us about the experience. I think it was my birthday, or was it, it was? Just a, it was you got no, you got Rock Band for got your birthday. Rock band this for is my birthday. Rock Band had just come out. I think I had turned twelve, the sixth grade. Maybe. Thirteen, I think we were in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! So it was, okay, yeah. And uh, those were tough times. Oh man, I played Celebrity Skin on Guitar Hero. I was, I think I was just going and going. Ex I was, no, you were crushing it. Easy, it. medium, and I was an expert. You were on expert, expert tier. And everything faded away, and I fell. Luckily, my cheetah print beanbags yeah, you were, you were there were, to catch my fall. You were safely cushioned by the beautiful cheetah print beanbag and the blanket mound. But there was actually a hilarious video. I mean, it happened in real time. You went all the way back like a plank. Yeah, with the... Uh, guitar in hand with the guitar strapped to you that was some of the most rock star shit i've ever seen dude it was like the inverted smooth criminal michael jackson you went back <laughs> <laughs> michael didn't do it uh it's also the official position of this podcast i want to make that clear to anyone listening who thinks he did it we're friends of neverland here i spent a couple summers there and it was just joyous i rode the ferris wheel i made popcorn in a popcorn machine and there were some horses I looked at. I can't get close to horses because they get scared whenever I'm near them. Probably because I have Sigma energy. And it scares simple-minded beasts. You know, horses, mules, donkeys, people from Florida. They're scared of my Sigma aura. And, um... When you say Michael didn't do it, you're obviously talking about his... The spaceship and the semen from the cows, right? Yeah, no, I'm referring to Michael Jackson. The allegations made by the fake news liberal media that Michael Jackson sent a rocket, a pod rather, full of his own semen to uh, impregnate the cows of, of the Houston metropolitan area that he blasted. It's sort of like an artillery round full of his cum to try to... Some sort of perverse... We all know this is the Illuminati, folks. We know what's happening. They're listening to your phones. They're listening to us. They're everywhere. They're the eye in the sky. And they're watching you. So, it is what it is. Oh, Jeep. What did you just pick up? <clears throat> this this is my medallion. That, <laughs> that does not look like a medallion. Uh, no, it's not. It is a lightly carbonated energy drink. We're Jeep, not going to sponsor it. Jeep, yeah, we're no. Yet well, again, we we're, we're Sigmas, so we don't hype other people's stuff. But let's just say Jeep is drinking because he's getting so pumped up to fight your dad. <laughs> and Cameron's driving, by the way. Cameron just put on Sober by Tool. And literally, I'm like, ooh, I feel my endorphins pumping. But let's just say Jeep is juicing right now. He's using performance-enhancing drugs in the form of a over-the-counter available energy drink called... It's not called Blue Bull. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay? And I don't know how to say bull in Spanish. Otherwise, I would say Rojo, whatever bull in Spanish is. But I got failed out of Miss Simon's Spanish class. And she sent me to the office and had her teacher aide escort me like I was a prisoner. And shout out, Miss Simon. Shout outs to Miss Simon. We probably should not use your name without your consent, but... It's just a last name. Yeah, we're referring to Carly Simon also. Um, <laughs> go go USC. Go USC. Shout outs, Trojans. All the Simons. Simon All K. the Simons. Simon, Simon Cowell. Cowell. <laughs> I, really, I think you're doing great, but the thing is, I actually hate uh, Debbie Harry and I hate this music, so I'm going to have to ask <laughs> you to go fuck yourself and go back to your basement. How was that? 
how was he a thing that people liked watching? Was just some some like bloated British guy in a V-neck telling women that they were horrible at singing and like making single mothers cry. He was, yeah, he was, he made it work. He was, he was like the people didn't really want to see people succeed. They wanted to see Simon take him down. No, he's a character. He's a villain. He definitely stepped into that persona, but to be an asshole on reality television is. It's, I mean, every. He was in it for too long. (laughs) Yeah, and now he's got like, he's done like three spin off shows. Yeah, it's like. I think he's getting nicer. Yeah, I think he's, I think his edges have been blurred. I mean, because like when American Idol was at its zenith, when we were like in the elementary school days, like he was a remorseless, just (laughs) wrecking ball of a man. Yeah, like, is this real? He would just come to like Cincinnati and just make everyone there feel like shit. <laughs> for, like, uh, yeah, uh, wasn't it William Chong Chang? William Hung. William Hung. She bang. She bang. She bang. Oh baby, when she moved, she move. He proved them all wrong. He proved them all wrong. There was the pants on the ground guy. Oh, yeah, you doing with your pants on the ground? Pants on the ground. Pretty outdated. Got a couple funny (laughs) stories about that. Yeah, that was a a good song. Do you think Simon's accent allowed him to get away with being more critical than a traditional? Oh yeah. Yeah. If Simon was from the Florida Panhandle, he would not or could not have been what he was. Can you imagine Randy Jackson saying that stuff? He was always the nice guy. Randy Jackson had your back, even if you were terrible. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah, it's dog. <laughs> Listen, dog, you came here, you showed a lot of heart. I love you, dog. You got energy, you got style, but it's gonna be a no for me, dog. And then Paula Abdul was just just <laughs> guzzling vodka drunk. through her silly straw. <laughs> I think Simon, <laughs> Simon, you're a rascal. <laughs> and so we segue to. We segue to. If we're talking about talent shows, televised talent shows, Jeep alluded to it earlier. Reality television is, in many ways, the prism that I see the world through, being that I'm a, uh, I was very early into the Real Housewives trend. Uh, Atlanta was my favorite, still kind of is, although I'm partial to New York. And Cameron is a big was a big pro wrestling guy and i've been trying to sell him on the real housewives as the logical successor to the (laughs) wwe because vince mcmahon has lost his edge talking about guys talking about sigmas who have fallen from grace (laughs) vince mcmahon was peak sigma in 2002 and now he's barely a beta (laughs) you're almost a gamma you're you're hovering in the gamma quadrant star trek reference i have friends don't worry about it the point is wwe went from being guys are gonna be thrown onto piles of thumbtacks remember that russell when we watched that the special yeah. oh my god he's throwing randy orton on a pile of thumbtacks oh randy <laughs> he scarred your beautiful body Okay, your beautiful body. body. We went from that level of entertainment to now it's just garbage. There's no blood. There's no sex. There's barely even wrestling. John Cena's left. There's a reality stuff that uh, it made people change. It made people famous. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Terry, oh, man. <laughs> I got a barrel full of camel dicks. You're going to have to chow down nine of these, get in a helicopter, and push out your wife. In fear the, factor. Fear factor. Now, like spiders. <laughs> now hosted by Chris Ludacris yeah, Bridges. Like, trying to fight oh, we're going to be on that show still. Yeah, yeah. Cameron, get in here. It's going to happen. We're going to get on that show. We're going to show Luda, Luda what some real Sigma men do. Sigma energy to Luda's. Luda, I would say, is like a theta male. Where he's strong and independent. Have you seen his new internet videos? No, tell us. Ass. Luda, stop it. What what happens in the videos? I want to I know. Oh, he's just trying too hard, honestly. Luda! It's like, I don't even want to get too into it, but it's just, it's pretty ass. Maybe we'll check it out. Yeah, we'll check it out. We'll talk about it next podcast a little bit more. Yeah. But for now, just stop. <laughs> just he, stop, dude. His target audience just got a lot younger, Cameron. 
Yeah, he's. I think what the deal with Ludacris, I can't speak to his internet presence, but I have seen his recent roles in the Fast and the Furious films. Ooh. It's like he's, yeah, like Jeep said, he's trying to stay relevant, but Luda, it's, it's over, buddy. Like, yeah. go quietly into that great night, you know? Just host Fear Factor. That's a cush job. You're not the one eating the camel dicks. <laughs> You're not pushing your the love of your wife out of a helicopter into a frozen lake. I mean... It's fine, Luda. Do you know if they get paid more now on Fear Factor than they did back when Joe Rogan hosted? Because I think they only got like like $50,000 sometimes and it was like God. taxed up and they only got like... You can have whatever you want. Like definitely didn't end up getting 50 Gs. Contestants on reality show often Champagne don't make that ice. much. They make like a thousand bucks an episode sometimes. But I've been watching a lot of American Ninja Warrior recently. And I, I think that show's done really well. About uh, <laughs> the floor's lava. That's a garbage <laughs> show. Clickbait. Just Netflix. Who hosts that? Andrew WK. There's no real. There's an o- omniscient narrator. It's like, hey, welcome. Is it Fred Durst? No, he, <laughs> actually could be. Yeah. he refers to himself. I get it off with the nookie. Ah, the nookie. <laughs> Speaking of reality show people who were kind of fucked over, like the Fear Factor folks, Pimp My Ride, uh, West Coast Customs, all those cars Pimp my ride. <laughs> were clunkers, and they didn't actually fix up the car. They just put a fish tank in the glove box and yeah. slapped some tribal decals on they it. They never show the car driving. No, yeah. It's it sounds, it sounds the same it did going in. Yo, Miss Hoskins yeah. is a third grade teacher who feels underappreciated, and she's got a whack-ass Kia. Me and the boys are going to paint that shit candy apple green, put a bearded dragon in the back seat, and three PlayStations. It was so nice, though, you know? Like, fourth grade, you'd go home. It was always, like, four o'clock. You'd oh, yeah. watch it, and then after that, it'd be MTV Cribs. And here's our Yo Mama. Or was it next? Yo Mama. Yo Mama. Okay, Russell, you know how to tell Yo Mama joke, dude. MTV won the most of them. We were partners. Oh, you guys are savages. Yeah, fifth grade Topa Topa Yo Mama League. Russell and I were reigning champions. I mean, no one dethroned us. The teachers just shut it down. Yeah. Aaron Vega could spit Yo Mama jokes. Yeah, he was yeah. good. He just never got into the competition. So he was kind of like yeah. our Mickey. If and we, he never, when he was doing it, his teammate wasn't that great. But we had yeah. a good team guy. He was like our trainer. He was like our motivation, you know? Yeah. We'd go to his gym and he'd like have us spit in a bucket and make us chase chickens around, metaphorically. <laughs> and then we'd go tell people that their moms were fat. And it was hilarious. Until one day, just... Somebody dropped a dime and the teacher shut it down. And it was kind of embarrassing because we were losing the match, but then the guy got shut down. So we it got happened. saved by the bell. Yeah. He had to split an egg on a bike, but we won't go into Yeah, that. we won't go into details. Let's just say they got theirs, but... I think my my big joke that was an original, you would call me on my phone after school and we'd write them. Yeah. And my dad would get mad. This is when I had a landline. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing on the phone? Doesn't have an accent, but whatever. Um, just... <laughs> I, so in my head, I see my dad only wearing overalls and like just with hay coming out of his pockets. And he's like, what are you doing, boy? Not He's from New York, but regardless, we would talk on the phone and there was one joke that I came up with where I I was walking on air for about a week because I thought it was so funny. Can I try to guess it? Was it the mud flap one? It wasn't the mud flap one. That was like my early work. Yeah, people didn't get it. People didn't get it. I mean, I didn't, it didn't, it, the wording was wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I just remember looking at a kid, I won't say his name. I looked right into his eyes and I said, your mom, yo mama. I thought I would say your. Yeah. Let's be honest. I'm a white kid. I'd say, your mama is so old. She was watching the History Channel and saw a caveman and said, that guy owes me money. <laughs> Classic. That's a burner. Yeah. Dude. Buried him. Like, yeah, this was these times, sixth grade, we moved into it and then... And then the end of sixth grade, here comes Jeep Thatcher. Yeah. Airsoft Wars. Well, I walked on the scene a little bit more violent. 
think we'd always we'd always hear your name around Topa yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, through, Mike, through Michael Havelston, man myth legend. Yeah. Well, at the time, though, it was shout it was out to Michael Havelston. This mythical. Thing. Yes, because we would hear about Jeep through our friend Michael, aka Mountain State Mike, aka Big Head Michael and the Monsters, who would tell us he'd be like, "Listen, I got a friend who goes to San Antonio. You guys are all right, but this is my real fucking friend. <laughs> Do we go to a lake together? Do we go to Mexico? Yeah, you guys can come over and play Xbox. But yeah. I mean, he was basically he was he was, was alphaing yeah. us. Yeah, it was some alpha shit. We were just. Not we were low on that. We were period. betas back then. I mean, I was a beta until about four days ago. Yeah. When I moved out of Denver and became a Sigma. Thanks to I was to a beta about mm, four hours four ago. Four hours ago. I yeah, yeah. decided I would be a Sigma. The <laughs> rarest male type. Make that clear. Rare. But I remember showing up to an airsoft war and it was like Jeep's here. And I ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
who kind of saved guy. Jeep's life. He's a standby guy. Um, stand up guy. A, a stand up and, <laughs> and save Jeep. Like, oh, yeah. let me tell him stand back and stand by. That's what Jeep told him. He said, stand back and stand by. I got paper hair. Listen, listen, I got Bieber here. I'm going to play basketball. There could be an issue. Stand back, stand by. Everyone was asking Jeep why he was talking like that. Yeah. We were like, Jeep, why are you wearing a giant oversized red tie? Why did you spend all of math class trying to sell me steaks called Jeep steaks? And that was 2009. 2009, but no. We didn't know. John, I guess we're using names. John, you are a friend. We do love and value you. And you did stand up for Jeep in a Big way. Yeah, you're the man, John. Thank yeah, you. Dude. So what happened? Wait, you want to, like, without saying names? Yeah, let's, let, we've been using a lot of names so, so far. We're, folks, well, no, we're using, yeah, folks, we're, just use the names. We're new at this. We we're trying to only use names of allies and assets. Yeah. But uh, we have to apologize if we get carried away. We're very new at this. We've all been kind of, I mean, just like you for the last year, we've been spinning our wheels in the mud. Uh, speaking for myself, I have rampant self-loathing issues, and I've been bottoming out on Neapolitan ice cream every night. And so my, my mind state isn't exactly stable. If you were to take a black light over my mattress, it would look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Folks, I'm in the weeds. Got some problems. Jeep, tell us a story without names. We're going to get better. All right. So it was shaken out to be like a schoolyard scrap. But I was like, out of nowhere, out of, out of nowhere. But it, it was somebody had been conspiring basketball court to do so on, on the basketball court. No, it's it closer to the monkey bars. Yeah. Back, okay. back in middle school. And so it was shaping up to be me against two or three guys. And then Johnny Kiros jumped in and said, hey, man, if you want to get Jeep, you got to go through me. Yeah. Super badass. That's like, tough. And, That's and, fucking bad. Ass. For a seventh grader too. For a seventh grader, we didn't know that much. I mean, we we're friends with him. But I had written track with him. He was very him, but short yeah. back then. He said he, you know, he is a black belt in Taekwondo. But we we're like, okay. But I don't know. There's different stories. Didn't he jump on someone? I don't know. Um, I don't. Happened I so don't know. Fast. He he jumped in on. He saw I was in a bad situation, and he jumped in on my side. And he just said, yeah, he said exactly that. Yeah. Said, if you want to get Jeep, you know, you come through me. And they just were like, they just left. Sigma they left. mindset. It was, yeah, Jeep's in er, John's early Sigma. That's yeah, he was, cool. he's he's beyond Sigma, dude. To this day, I love running into that guy. Thank yeah. you again, John. I still hang out with him. The whole fam. Great people. All right. Oh. <sighs> Well, folks, like the Super Bowl was played yesterday. Our predictions were made on the first episode. Cameron was wrong. Everyone else was right. Um, <laughs> which is odd. Our, 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 yeah, our sports analyst completely got the call wrong, which is fine. It's not like he's going to be fired and replaced with Warren Sapp or anything. Uh, Warren, Jeep got it right the most. I was just like... Jeep got right the most. I picked Tom Brady to win, not the Buccaneers. Yeah. So I, I got I half would, right. I just like Tampa Bay, but Jeep was like Buccaneers. Jeep said Buccaneers out the gate. He also warned us about sexual trafficking in and around the Super Bowl. But I think I see. I think in a place like I think Tampa, the numbers were down. The Bears helped out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you probably had a, a good security situation. Security. Also, Tampa Bay. I feel like the um the sexual trafficking numbers in that part of the world are always kind of high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like last time I was in Tampa Bay, I was at an Arby's and my waitress had a really thick Russian accent and she kept saying, my name is Brandy. I'll help you. I was like, Brandy, are you here voluntarily? <laughs> and then a couple guys in a black Lincoln Continental picked me up as I was leaving and told me not to ask questions. So I haven't been to Tampa since. Yeah. I don't like the bugs. Uh, they get everywhere. My hair frizzes out. Um, but yeah, the Buccaneers won, and that's seven rings for a touchdown Tom Brady. Cameron, being our sports analyst, give us your thoughts on Tom Brady's career. Uh, you've been watching him play, and you've also played football. How impressive is this of an achievement? How big is this? Some may say it's like almost impossible, honestly, to even play in, what was it, like 10, 11 Super Bowls? Was it just 10? The double digits, I believe. 
pretty wild. Some pretty crazy stats out there. But, yeah, to win it like he did, and the way they did, was perfect, per honestly. They didn't really have too many plays that went against them. Chiefs kind of shot themselves in the foot every time they had an opportunity Literally. to do anything in that game. Yeah, there was guys on the <laughs> sideline just po popping themselves in the I'm not trying to talk shit to these guys because they're professionals, but their offensive line was absolute garbage. I think they had a lot of backups. Garbage. Yeah. Re just regardless of all that, just absolute terrible support for the quarterback to even set a play up. And Mahomes was injured, so that definitely played in huge he was low injured. key low key. I don't know what foot it was, but that's the one he shots. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The one with the, yeah, the, a one bullet, with hole the bullet hole in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. It was a tough game to watch if you're a Chiefs fan, that's for sure. Yeah. It was also a tough game to watch if you value interpersonal human relations. I don't know if you guys relations. I don't know if you guys saw the Amazon uh, Alexa commercial where the woman fantasizes that her Alexa unit is Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And she has a sexual relationship with her Alexa and spurs her husband. It played like 20 times. Didn't we really do that with that movie, Her? It was like Her, but instead of it just actually being an Alexa, it was a human being. It was an Alexa in human form. And like, oh. it was a demon in a false body, to quote the blue it was guy like from her Avatar. husband, too, though, but it was like a sensual version of her husband. Yeah, it was Michael B. Jordan. And yeah. he was in the bathtub with her. And she was like making love to Alexa. And her husband was like, Honey, did, did you take the trash out? <laughs> it was yeah, really dark. Underground texts. Uh, yeah, well, our Their big reptilian skins uh, knew that they could use the Super Bowl for those tactics. How much does it cost to get a commercial spot? Isn't it like millions, millions of dollars for like 30 seconds? So who 30, could afford that? 20, 30 Elon seconds. Musk. Well, it was Amazon, so this is the work of our good friend Jeff Bezos. Jeff. Jeff. But, Jeff, how about you speak? Jeff, Jake. tell us about the other Jeff. <laughs> Well, me and Jeff Bezos go way back in the Jeff's club. And, you know, he's just he's just a good Jeff to know. He's a good Jeff to know. Uh, You're a good Jeff to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm unhappy to see that he is not, um, he's stepping down from the lead role at his, at his company. But it's whatever, you know. Amazon.com was originally relentless.com. And if you type in <laughs> relentless.com right now, it will redirect you to Amazon. Just so you know. Wow. Whoa. All right. It's their business model. It's like if yeah. you, what if you type it in like reptilian.com and it took you there and it's like, well, that was an early name. Don't talk about <laughs> I it. I used to sell iguanas on here. <laughs> Rep, reptilian.com's worth looking at. I have into. a couple of lives. Reptilecabal.org. <laughs> it just directs you to. We're trying to think of different names at the time that had to do with. Uh, <laughs> All right, folks, we're, we're pulling off the freeway, and we're, we're in downtown Ventura now, and we're looking for your dad. We got the windows down. We're now playing the Gangsta, the Killing, the Dope Dealer by Westside Connection. So if anyone's seen your dad, uh, drop a line and just let us know, because he's, he, he's got it coming. Jeep's already done with that. Yeah, that sparkling energy drink. Jeep's he's done with the effervescent energy drink. He's quivering right and sweating. Bro, he's just going, bro, you're loco. You're going for a second one, dude. Yeah, and that one-armed man in the back of the trunk is going crazy. Yeah, there's some noise, but <laughs> he's our one-armed man. <laughs> yeah, we got our one-armed man. It's like, folks, speaking of pit bulls, which I mentioned about 30 minutes earlier, <laughs> when you have a pit bull and you're going to a dog fight, a friend of mine told me this. He grew up in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. In the dogfight scene, um, guy I knew in the Navy, he told me that when you're bringing a dog to a dogfight, you put it in a duffel bag, and then you put it in the trunk of your car to stress it out. So when you get to the fight, it's like raging and in a panic. Jesus. Now, he didn't say this with any sort of glee or enjoyment. It was a pretty nightmarish, harrowing-like... <laughs> Yeah, he sat me down and just told me about his life. When we were on watch together, we had like eight hours to kill. Um, yeah, it, it's 
we're doing the same thing with a one-armed man that we picked up in Casita Springs. Now I'm concerned to open that trunk. Yeah, well, we got him in a bag, <laughs> and he's in the trunk, and he's rattling around. And the speakers are in there, so he's probably picking up some of the music, but not all of it. You know, when you can kind of hear a song, but you can't name that tune. You know, there's one artist that we played he does not like. No, so he's yeah. He's probably pissed about that. Yeah, he's probably not happy about the Tayo Cruz dynamite. But <laughs> we're just cruising around Ventura. So if we see your dad, it's on site. Jeep, talk to this dad, man. I don't want to ever see you in my streets again. We're going to get you, boy. I'm all juiced up. Man's had two Red Bulls. Two. Two. And that are, they aren't Red Bulls. They aren't Red Bulls. Sigma, balls, Sigma shit. We don't have blue balls. My man's got two blue balls. Two blue balls in his stomach. I just can't stress this enough. Keep your dad in line. Yeah. Next time your dad is standing in front of my friend at Lowe's, he better not say some shit in Tool World. You can say that shit to me in the plumbing section, but not in Tool World, bro. And don't ask me if I need help. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ever. You don't even work at this fucking store. Jeep, tell them. I'm not lost. Yeah. Half half the staff at Home Depot will get you more lost just by asking them <laughs> yeah. <those> questions. <laughs> it's like when you walk into Ace, there's that guy and... Ace employees are wonderful. Thank you for your help. We love Ace. love Ace. We support Ace. Ace over true value any day, all day. I'm not going to throw true value under the bus. I am. Say. Unfortunately, I am because true value gives me a headache. I don't know what it is. I walk in there and I get a headache. You get a gun from true you value. You get hired at Ace because you know about you know, hardware. You get hired at Home Depot just because. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like, oh, I get a grocery you're trying store to smoke getting... meth on your <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all your fucking coworkers. <laughs> that's why. They, they take people from um, from other retail jobs. Yeah. Ace, Ace take... is... <laughs> <laughs> and they also take people from your store. They take... Put one... them in the trunk. Also, <laughs> last time I was in Tampa, I had to go to a Home Depot, and the guy who helped me was no. named Sergey, and... He had an ankle bracelet on, like a tracking device. And I was like, Sergey, are you here voluntarily? And same thing, black Lincoln Navigator, <laughs> back of the car, asking too many questions. I was like, all right, I just, yeah, I was looking for- 2018 was a weird year for you. It was a bad, it was a bad year for the guy. If, if Walmart parking lots in California are scary, what are they like in Florida? <laughs> oh, mm. Yeah, that's, that's the difference between the first circle of hell and the ninth circle of hell. <laughs> Has anyone been to Florida here? Like, actually? Yes, I've li I lived in Florida for two months. Oh, oh yes. Disney World. I uh, You went to Disney World? Yeah, when I was four years old. Uh, so you didn't. Wait, so your parents... <laughs> you went to Disney World. You That's have the land. What's you, the point of taking your small yeah, children on vacations yeah. like that? No, hold on. Especially if Disneyland is a car ride away and you opted... I mean, you were four. I don't know if you made the decision, but let's assume you did. You got on, okay, so Ben Shapiro, hi, <laughs> hi, I'm Ben Shapiro. Let me just ask you now, something. Now, let me just ask you something. Okay, let's say hypothetically, for the sake of argument, you're a four-year-old boy, and your name is Jeep, Jeep Thatcher. Now, let's say hypothetically, that as a four-year-old boy, you want to go to see Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Donald Duck. Now, let's say hypothetically, there are only two genders, okay? Let's say that hypothetically. <laughs> now, let's say, okay, hypothetically, for the sake of argument, that you want to go to see Donald Duck and get a lollipop and ride Space Mountain. But you're four years old, you're too short. Okay, hypothetically then, being using your logic, is it not true, would not it be easier to drive to Anaheim as, as opposed to getting on a plane and flying to Orlando? Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically, it would be easier, but there was more involved, you know? It's so what you're saying is there's three genders? <laughs> <laughs> so if you say there are unlimited genders, then why not there could be, um, I don't know, let's say for the sake of argument, unlimited countries or unlimited, um, I don't know, um, Bugs, but we know that there's only a certain number of bugs in the bug encyclopedia that I have here memorized. <laughs> I flew to Hawaii when I was four. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? See? I did. Damn, I didn't get on a plane until I was like uh, 14 to the New York DC trip with my trip with my friend Jeep. Oh, yeah, dude. For that New York trip. That New York trip that I just said. Yeah. I don't want to like dive too much into the 9/11 stuff, but do you remember airports? Do you remember the airport? Before 9-11. Because I went, I went to Hawaii before 9-11. It's very different. 805 and Revolt, the podcast that always <laughs> talks about 9-11. No, I'm just talking about 
It was I, at the airport. You just go through. There yeah, was no... I just remember it was really uneventful. Like the first time I left the country was I think to oh, Canada. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. And I think my mother was easily able to cross with like three children. Like it was a breeze, like carrying two, rolling one. But now, just a hectic scenario getting through the airport. But you, it was if, weird. if you fly enough, you can get it down. You just. It's yeah, routine. I don't mind it anymore. It was, but, it was but I just remember at the time there was no one. It was just like walk through the detector and then you're done. Cameron, where's the first place you flew to? I flew to Oregon. It was a quick flight, very quick flight. Yeah. Port- you flew into Portland. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. No, PDX. I done it. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. then my mom went and saw my cousin get married, and it was a fun little trip. I was actually in the town where uh, Free Willy was filmed. Uh, oh, what's it called? That one, Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. And the Goonies. Where are you at? Oh, shit. That's a famous town. Uh, no, yeah. it's like a small... Pl- it's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure. I was... I was in my days. Yeah. But, um, I spent a year in Portland. I also lived in Portland. Yeah, you lived yeah. out in Oregon. How was, how was that? <laughs> was it easy adjusting to the cold weather being like a yeah, California yeah. boy? It was, it was fine, but they're all just weird up there. No, just kidding. They're cool. You you left before it got super tumultuous, tumultuous correct? No, I was Not there like, in the middle. Yeah, of the, I think it was like right in the... It was happening. Yeah. It's like Portlandia who had been on for like two years already. I, I so mean... everything... Had, I mean more like the, the radical... Oh, no, no, I drove. Antifa. I drove through. I was trying to get somewhere in the city. Antifa. Trying to get through in the city, and I was driving on one side. There was, you know, protesters, and on the other side, there was Antifa, and then there was SWAT, or the SWAT, or whatever they are, the city SWAT people protecting both sides and they were throwing stuff across the street over my car <laughs> so no joke you were there you left in the fall of 2016 so you were up there for was, the election of i was trump. there when trump won yeah what was that like well like i said the driving downtown and people were people were happy. going crazy but like when say a few days after trump wins you're walking into a store at portland to buy four gallons of milk <laughs> that you all that you would drink in one sitting like a true stigma. People were silent for a while. They didn't. They it was like, like the air left really the room. Really happened. Yeah. Took a couple of months for the protests to happen. Yeah. And there was the Molotov cocktails. Crazy. Barely aware, and we know a lot about Molotov cocktails. Oh yeah. We're no expert. We're, we're not. We're not professionals. You, uh, we have a pyrotechnics. Uh, <laughs> this is because, folks, we were involved in the f- film industry for a while. And we did have a pyrotechnics department led by our own Jeep Thatcher, who her, her cast was tended to be the uh, pyrotechnics or clothing department. Yeah, just fit in. <laughs> we we worked. Thing. We were an airtight, small scale operation, um, much like the Radio City Rockettes or the U.S. National Curling Team. Not a lot of not a lot of excess there. We were surgical. But we got it done. We got it done, folks. When Jeep said he peaked early, I also peaked early. I think when we won the Ohio Youth Film Festival Award, that was probably the zenith of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a moment. That yeah. was a moment. I wore a tie. A guy handed me a shiny thing. and Up it, front, you know, flashing pictures. Flashing. Didn't we have a little after party? We had an there? after party with some Icelandic horses at an estate, a palatial estate on the East End. I like doing our own premieres even better. That was yeah. That was we, we only really did one, but it was in an art art studio. Like it was at Space Monkey. The way we um, had to set it up. Whew. Yeah, I well, wore the tie and everything. <laughs> oh, when we had to go had secure to, the bid like, for yeah, Space yeah, Monkey. Act. Yeah, we, we had, had to, to come act. We had to go speak to the people who ran Space Monkey, and it, it involved um, a certain level of. <laughs> performance art yeah, yeah we all we Russell, 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 Russell dressed like Willy Wonka yeah pretty much I dressed like I was a 90s like alt front man and Shane and our friend Shane shout out Shane dressed like a stockbroker <laughs> and we went in there and we're like we all had our we all had our sort of niche Sam you were the uh, 
I just, these guys were very, you know, these guys eclectic, were, uh, whatever you Oh, man. So you were the expert on that. I was the expert tech, yeah. like, quote, quote, director. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking about that stuff. That was weird, but we got it. No, we got in there, and we were we able to... full on dance party. We were able to secure yeah. Space Monkey for one night only, and uh, we had ourselves a little, a merry little party in the There's year. a lot of people there. Yeah, it was a packed house, and now Space Monkey is decor furniture. Yeah, it's not there anymore. It's no longer there. May it rest in peace. Oh, we got a DJ, Evan Meyer. Shout out. Shout out, Evan Meyer. We're using a lot of names, but... They're um, all allies. They're all allies, and if they want to talk to our legal department, we'll forward them to... Uh, I don't know. John. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to go through Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, if we're going to remember Space Monkey... If we're going to light a candle for Space Monkey, we're going to have to light a candle for Giorgio's pizza and sports bar. And car crashes into the building. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to the final chapter of Giorgio's, but I'd like to start at the beginning. Beginning. What was better than walking into Giorgio's, riding your bike there, getting a, a slice of luke lukewarm pizza... Trying to understand what. Yes, yeah, some some room temperature Coke Diet Coke. I like their pastrami. Sto the sub. Story checks out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got the BLT because and over time you become regulars. Uh, well, well, we became regulars. Our good friend, and he's gonna make a, a special appearance soon. Uh, Los Angeles bureau chief Benjamin George Cohen was one of the he was oh, like a high cool. roller at Giorgio's. Yeah. Ben would walk in and they would give him like trays like, yeah. of free appetizers. Like, oh, oh shit, Ben! I was like, no, they never treat me like this. Whenever I was with Ben or Michael, we'd get free shit. Yeah, yeah. Mountain Steak Mike and Big City Ben had a way of just, they just had that vibe and they'd walk in there and just be like, set it up. Like, it was like walking into Vegas with like, just, it, was, yeah. it was intense. I don't remember the time period, but. There was a time where we'd, we'd go in there with Ben and we'd just grab our own stuff. Oh, it was no, it was Players Club. It, it, yeah. it was like it's a it's a, it's what I imagine the Rat Pack felt like at the four at the Four Sands Casino in Vegas in 1964. Yeah, it was like we ran the place. We had a lot of time, just um, experiences with being high rollers or at least acting like them as space monkey or this other time when me and ben and another great man Vinny canterwitz uh put on tuxedos and went into uh, ohio valley inn yeah is there anything better than living the high life for an hour yeah, and then going better. back to your lower middle class working class mediocrity <laughs> Is there anything better than dipping your toe in the infinity pool of opulence? It's nice. And then and then sinking back into the into the Lyme disease filled jacuzzi of the American working class. It's one of my favorite things to do. So, folks, we're here. We've always been here. This is our town. This is your town. This is everyone's town. But it's changing. It's changing rapidly. And as Jeep and Russell already alluded to, some of that change takes the form of violent automobile activity. <laughs> and a, a car drove into the window of Giorgio's Pizzeria. Now, the Ventura County Sheriff's Department would have you believe this was an accident. But our sources tell us otherwise. Our officials. Now, we know that the CIA has been pulling the strings in this country for a very long time. So it would be foolish of us to think there was no government involvement in the destruction of Giorgio's and the, and the zombification of its corpse into the atrocity that is Ojai Pub. Exactly. What's the difference between JFK's murder and, and What happened Giorgio's? to Giorgio's? Bush did 9-11, Obama did Giorgio's. Put that on my tombstone. Except I'm not going to be buried because I'm probably going to be uh, taken out. And let's just put it this way. The, um, 
the freshness packet in your uh, next pack of beef jerky could very well be my earthly remains. Oh, that's how they dispose of the bodies, folks. Giorgio's was a temple of just simple times, small town escape. You went, you went in there, there was like 12 TVs that were all bigger <laughs> than like your refrigerator. <laughs> just playing like... Every game. Collegiate ever. women's lacrosse in Finland and Even then the NFL simultaneously. Hockey. Hockey. <laughs> Someone's getting knocked out. Someone's getting Someone's getting dunked on. Never have you... Put them on the board. <laughs> never has there been the uh, capability to just keep track of like five games at once. <laughs> it was like being in the... decrepit ass football. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Ass yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pads with like... We'd probably be up on the wall right now if Giorgio's was still there. Oh, I'd be there every night. I'd be a full-blown alcoholic who subsisted off jalapeno poppers and probably had like I would have had two ex-wives by it. I'd be okay with life right now. Yeah, I'd be happy, folks. I wouldn't tonight when we're done recording, I'm going to hit the Neapolitan. If I had Giorgio's, I wouldn't have to do that. I don't do weed anymore, but I do Neapolitan, so I'm not really sober. We're putting on sober by tool again. We're on Main Street. Where the fuck is your dad? <laughs> on our next podcast. Oh, man. If you've listened this far. If you've listened this far, God bless you. God bless the United uh, States. Dua Lipa will be coming on. She got stuck in traffic today. And it, it worked out because she probably couldn't have fit in the car. She wouldn't like the one-armed man. She wouldn't like the one-armed man. I didn't wouldn't have blamed her. I mean, I mean we have business yeah. to handle. So. Yeah. Dua, we love you. We stand you. You are queen. But unfortunately, we can't have you in the CRV right now because the CRV is for business. Sigma's only. <laughs> Sigma's only, Dua. So if you've made it this Although far. But she's a Sigma female. Let's be honest. If you've made queen. it this far, uh, please... Go to our Instagram. Mm. Follow on IG. And send us a message. Questions, uh, concerns, uh, whatever you want, we'll answer them. We're, we're doing this for you. Please tell me what you like, what you don't like, and I'll tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Cameron, any last words for the uh, people at home? I, I don't know if they're fans yet. They're listeners now. But we hope you'll be fans, and we hope you'll smash like. Yeah. Yeah, keep listening. But we're uh, we're pulling up on your dad right now. So There he is. There he is. There we he is. Jeep, let's jeep out. Let's jeep out. You got to show this to your dad later. Yeah, yeah. Play this to your dad when he's in the hospital bed asking, dear God, why? Why did a one-armed man in a Motley Crue t-shirt who was going bottomless run up on me and bash a bottle over my head? This is why. Because we were at Lowe's and you asked us if we needed help. No, ladies and gentlemen, we're not really in a CRV trying to fight your dad. We already did that. And I... Let it be said that I have... Just to, just to clarify... I have zero fighting ability. My only move in, a, in an altercation <laughs> is to take all of my worldly anxiety and blast it out of my chest like Iron Man. So someone's like, you want to fight pussy? I'll be like, okay, but first can I pee? And I also, I have this thing on my back. I think it's a pimple, but it could, I don't know what it is. And I think I might have athlete's foot. I was lo looking at my clothes last night, but it could be dry skin. I don't know, it could be dry skin. And uh, I've been, I've been, it's kind of burned when I peed a few times, but I haven't had sex in a while. And I, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong. That, and I would just make them feel mm -hmm. sorry for me. No, listen, I'm three bad days away from becoming Ben Shapiro. The same way Joaquin Phoenix put on Joker makeup, I'll put on a Ben Shapiro mask and dance on my front porch. I'm two days away from becoming a Republican propagandist. Somebody help me. It's like, what's <laughs> that? like goosebumps? Books with like or like the face Animorphs. Or, you know, Animorphs. Animorphs. <laughs> Animorphing into Ben Shapiro, dude. Oh yes. You know what that means. You know what that means. The aliens are here, folks. We don't support violence. We're sorry if we used your name and it offended you. We're gonna try to get better about everything, but all the names we said you are our friends and we love you, and we're only saying your name because we love you. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> we're so fucking new at this. 
We're going to keep getting better. Stay with us. You're on the ground floor and we're building up. You're an early investor. If you're hearing my voice right now, let's make this money. Let's sell these Trump stakes. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Everyone, last words. Make Simon mad again. Jeep. Jeep. Yep. Jeep. Yeah, let's, let's bring back Simon. <laughs>